Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. I know when I'm hungry, I am 
I'm really focused on food. So, like, if there's anything else someone's trying to talk about, I'm not too keen on hearing it, right? I'm like, got to get to the food, got to get to the food. Or say you have a stubbed toe. This, I think, is actually a better example. Say you have a splinter in your toe, and you start walking differently um, because of that splinter, because of that pain. And that is definitely the effect that having an injury, um, a physical injury, can have on your mental and how you decide to go about life, how, how you decide to go through life. So, you know, you think about that injury, say you have a stubbed toe or say you have a splinter in your foot, you're going to think twice or not even consider if someone asks you, oh, let's go on a hike, right? And so, you know, that's why when you have an injury, when you have knee pain, when you have something that you're like, you know, I really don't enjoy this, you really want to try to get to the root of it. You want to get rid of it. And, you know, that's just even the more reason to make sure that, you heal your knee pain and that you don't, um, that you seek out solutions that are really effective and that won't have you in a constant state of recovery. And so the first tip that I really, that really helped me uh, when I tore my ACL is, um, you know, just being positive and being kind to myself because, you know, there was a lot of challenges in that I was moving to a new city. I was used to running and I was used to being able to work out on a regular basis. And so being stuck in, you know, a brace that was like huge um, that would prevent me from being able to, you know, go about my daily life really put, it, it just really switched up my whole routine. And that's a, uh, that's a perfect opportunity for um, challenges to really, like, I guess negative thoughts in terms of just, like, not feeling good about yourself, <clears throat> um, you know, getting into a habit of, okay, you know, I'm, I can't work out now, so I'm never going to work out again, and just, you know, not feeling really good about yourself and feeling down. And so for that reason, you really want to be uh, understand that it's normal to feel kind of like darn, this is out of the, this isn't regular. I'm not my I'm not my usual self, and understand that it's temporary. And so while you are going through um, recovery, you know, take your time. Understand that it's not going to be the same type of recovery that you might have incur- encountered before. So say you're trying to pick up a new habit of learning how to pay, play chess or learning how to. Uh, I don't know, like just do a different workout. And you might already have in your mind, okay, this is going to take, you know, three months or this is going to take a week or this is going to take a few hours for me to learn. And so when you try to put a time limit on your recovery and then, you know, you are, you know, pretty much set your mind to, you know, if I don't make this time limit, if I don't make this deadline, then I'm going to beat myself up or I'm going to feel crappy. You know, that's really, really you really don't want to do that because it's quite harmful. So understand that this is an opportunity for you to really be kind to yourself, figure out, it sounds silly, but, you know, get a few books to read, um, get comfortable, and give your body time to really take its natural course of healing. And so you really want to, um, and we're just going to, you know, talk 
Okay, talk about just like your attitude towards yourself and understanding the, the time the time that it takes for recovery. Um, another huge part of it is really, I guess in terms of being kind to ourselves, is really being aware of and not ignoring negativity. And so when you feel, you know, in a bad mood, don't think that, oh, my gosh, I need to push through. I need to continue to be in this situation. If you can get out of this situation, then absolutely do, whether it's being around, you know, people that make you feel down or whether it is um, having, you have a long commute, maybe asking if you can work from home a couple times. You know, take out, take out the time to really audit and say, okay, how can I make this recovery time easier? Because that will have a compound effect later on as you, um, like, as you continue to grow. Because, you know, you're going to heal. You know, it's going to get better. And so you want to make sure that when you heal and as you're getting better, you're not only just your knee is better, but your, your energy is better and you have, you know, as good if not a better attitude in terms of how you see the world and how you see yourself in it and how you feel about yourself. And in order to do that, you really want to be kind to yourself because at this time when you have a major injury, it can be a, cha- it can be a challenge to not beat yourself up because it's, it's a tough time. So definitely, you know, be kind to yourself. Be aware of the energy, um, the the habits. So maybe, you know, think, look at things you do on a regular basis that um, and, and audit them and see, okay, is this, this thing that I do every single day, is this having a negative or positive impact on my recovery, on my mood, on making it easier for me to get around? And if the answer of answers that question of is it going to have a positive impact, if the answer is no, then you want to see, okay, well, how can I make it so that this is not harmful to me? How can I make it so that this isn't <clears throat> going to prolong my recovery or that it's not going to, you know, beat me down? Now, the reason you want to look at things to do on a regular basis is because the compound effect of things that you do you know, regularly, say, like, you know, you get up regularly, you know, you um, walk to the kitchen on a regular basis, you go to work on a regular basis. And so these are all things that there's an opportunity for a compound positive or negative impact. And so that's why you really want to look first to habits and things that you do on a regular basis to really serve as um a starting point in your recovery for the immediate as well as the long term. So for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to the Happy Me Radio Show. I'm your host, Lillian Daniels, and today's topic is mental health and recovery. And the reason I'm talking about this is to really just highlight how we can enhance our recovery by being kind to ourselves and looking and not avoiding the fact that during an injury, that is a huge opportunity for us to really go into um, a, a state of just, a, you know, a mental state that we haven't been in before and really feel pretty helpless. And so in order to really ensure that you come out on the other side of your your injury and your recovery with a positive attitude, 
you know, you got to be aware of it. Like, okay, you're not, you're not irregular for feeling like, oh, my gosh, this is really, this is really messed up. Because it is, you know, it is messed up. If you tore your ACL, you can't walk like you, you were able to before. It's messed up and it's new. So if you're just tuning in and you have, you know, if you have knee pain or you know someone that does have knee pain, be sure to visit thehappyknee.com and get your copy of The Happy Knee Gift. Now, in the Happy New Gift, what's awesome, I'm just, I'm just absolutely excited about it, is there is um, there are three major parts of the Happy Knee Method. So the Happy Knee Method is what I use to heal my ACL um, and get me to a point where I'm able to, where I ran the New York City Marathon, I'm able to work on a re- workout on a regular basis. And so the Happy Knee Gift on the site includes key areas of that that can get you to a point of really being pain-free and feeling more confident with the knee that you have. So I highly, highly recommend visiting thehappyknee.com, signing up to get your free Happy Knee gift. And what's even more awesome is that I updated it to make it even prettier and, you know, include and more valuable more so, I guess, more valuable and helpful to you. So definitely visit thehappyknee.com. Use it yourself or share with others. <clears throat> and so now we're going to get to, you know, we spoke about, you know, how being kind to ourselves, uh, how watching our energy, um, and being aware of that, okay, when I have an injury, I am not going to feel as confident as I did before and being able to work out and being able to do different um, physical activities. And that is okay. What's important is to allow your body to go through that process, to allow it to heal and give it all the tools that it needs. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest tools is just really being kind to yourself and being nice. So the second part we're going to talk about is um, how does food play into it, right? So when I tore my ACL, it was interesting. During the same time, that I tore my ACL, there was a huge snowstorm in the city that I lived in. And so I was with family, and we all went grocery shopping. And, you know, they were like, oh, my gosh, there's nothing here. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? Everything that I need is here. And so what it was was no one, everyone had, you know, went shopping for the snowstorm, and they, you know, went through the, the bread aisle, the cheese aisle, um, and other aisles, but the produce section was pretty much filled up. So I'm just like, it had everything that I usually cook. Um, now I say that, you know, for humor, uh, humor sake, but also just to note that when you're going through um, recovery from a knee injury, you want to give your body, your mind as much help and your your ability to be positive as much help as possible. But you do also want to give just your physical health. Uh, well, I, I mean, all, it, all, it all comes together. And so the biggest thing is, like, thinking positive helps with the mental. Eating healthy helps with the physical and mental as well. Because what's huge, what's a huge stumbling block in <clears throat> recovery is, you're not able to do what you were used. You were able. You're not. You're not able to do the same activity that you were before. So, like, I thought I would never be able to run again. 
and running was pretty much the only activity that would get me to a high level of like endorphins and I feel like I got a good workout in. And so I was really like worried. I was like, oh my gosh, if I'm not able to run again, how am I going to have that high energy? And so when you think about food, think about how after you had, you know, a Thanksgiving meal and you're just like, you know, I'm just going to take a nap. And I think Thanksgiving is like the biggest, you know, extreme where we can see that. But there are many situations like that. So say you have the middle of the day, you have a whole bunch of work to do, and you're trying to figure out, okay, I just need, I just need a burst of energy. And so it's like, okay, am I, are you going to grab that chocolate bar or are you going to grab an, a boiled egg, which is usually, you know, gives you protein, gives you sustained energy for a long period of time. And so it's like if you grab the chocolate bar, which I love chocolate, but if you grab a chocolate bar, you'll have like a, a rush of um, energy, but then you won't have sustained energy. And then if you grab a boiled egg, you'll have, like, sustained energy. You'll be able to do more. And it's just like that's just – I give that example to show that, you know, what we eat is going to have an impact. And so one thing that I recommend is joining a CSA or joining a food co-op. And if you do not have that in your area – I recommend going to the farmer's market. Now, what does this have to do with me recovery? What does this have to do? And the thing is, when food tastes better, there's a high power, higher probability that you will eat it. And when you are shopping at a CSA, um, a cold food co-op, or uh, a farmer's market, you're really getting pretty much the best, uh, some of the best vegetables and fresh produce that you can. And because you're getting some of the best produce, it's going to taste better. Like the definition, my definition of the best produce is very low process, no chemicals, um, and like fresh. So that would mean, you know, not buying things that are out of season because if you're buying something out of season, that means it's not in your state. That means it had to be grown in another part of the world, part of the you know, part of the country, where it is in season. And that means just by definition or just, you know, naturally it's going to have to travel and it's taking longer to get to you. It's not as fresh. So um, shop at, you know, join a CSA or a co-op and shop at a farmer's market so that you can get the best um, quality fruits and vegetables. That in turn will increase your probability of eating them and that, and by eating more fruits and vegetables, you'll have more energy, and you'll feel, you know, you just won't have like food coma effect, or, um, you know, a, a feeling of, oh, I'm just going to take a rest because I know when I have certain foods, I'll get tired, I'll put off certain activities, I'll, you know, I'll think, oh, you know, I have to do this, you know, do this to do list, do this to do list item later. And, you know, things like that really have a cumulative effect. And, you know, that's a recurring theme in this topic, in this um, episode, which is really habit and how, you know, things that we do repeatedly are going to affect how we recover. It's going to affect how, you know, how we feel about ourselves um, after we have recovered. And you really want to make sure that not only your physical is ready to get back to, you know, your normal course of activity, 
but your, you know, your mental is, is fine and your physical. And so in order to do that, we have to be kind to ourselves, as we discussed earlier. We have to eat foods that are not going to bog us down, but foods instead that will, you know, give us the energy and give us what we need to recover. So especially during recovery time uh, from a major injury, it's important to have eat foods that are really helping because our body needs so much. And um, if there's if it's trying to heal something, it needs even more. And so you really want to make sure you're giving it the tools that it needs to recover as best as possible. So for those that are just tuning in, definitely visit thehappyme.com. Um, I am super, super excited and um, delighted about the new Happy Me Guide that I put together for you guys. It is prettier. It has even more information. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, it has more information. And it has three of the major um, components of the Happy Me Method. And what the Happy Me Method is, is what I did to heal my knee um, after tearing my ACL. So what I did to avoid surgery, avoid taking prescription drugs, to really heal my knee. And so you definitely want to check that out because it has other recommendations and other information that really will help you to guide your day-to-day activity and really allow you to get the most out of your knee and really nurture your knee so that it's doing it's doing the best that it can for as long as possible. So um, definitely visit thehappyme.com because that has a great treat. So we discussed um, being kind to yourself. We discussed food and, you know, how eating the right foods can really help to boost or kind of sedate your mood. And the third topic I want to touch upon is yoga. And so with yoga, it's really interesting because it's really interesting to um, see all the positive that's just like right within you. And so what yoga does is it helps you to really the overall goal of yoga for this notice is to really concentrate on and find and control or at least, you know, find your breath. And in order to do that, you kind of have to quiet the mind and really be kind to yourself. And so there's a lot of different aspects to yoga. The poses are, you know, the poses, the asanas, those are really highly, highly emphasized. So, you know, other areas of yoga that even go into um, things that you can do for your joints, what you eat, how you approach the world, how you interact with other people. And um, it's a hugely valuable tool when you're looking to um, recover from a knee injury or any injury or any major event. So, with yoga, the um, the emphasis, like I said, is on your breath. And, again, you want, really want to be kind to yourself. So a lot of times people think, oh, my gosh, I'm not flexible enough. Um, I can't do this. I can't do that. But you try concentrating on 
building the relationship with yourself. So as you're being kind to yourself, note, okay, how do I talk to myself when I don't make a pose? Or how do I think of myself when I don't accomplish something? And these are really, really valuable tools as you're going forward and into a growth, going forward to grow. Because, you know, just by growing, you're going to encounter a lot of things you never had before. And so for, you know, to be frank, I don't want to say you're, you're going to fail, but, like, you're going to encounter a level of unsatisfaction that you don't encounter with something that you do on a regular basis. And so it's important that as you go through a go through growing and go through learning, that you're really being nice to yourself and that you're allowing yourself to learn, you're allowing yourself to um, grow and improve. And when it comes to yoga specifically, it's awesome because what you're learning to do, what you're growing into is a better treatment of yourself, of uh, the practice of really learning how to breathe more effectively. And I said this um, just in an episode last year, but the way it was explained to me uh, when I went to yoga training in Thailand was, you know, think about the lifespan of different animals on this earth, including ourselves. So you think of how long they live and compare their life expectancy to the number of breaths that they take in a minute. So... Think of how much, how fast a dog breathes. Like a dog's always panting, 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 right? About how fast a tortoise breathes. So tortoises, you know, turtles are known to live like over 90 years. Whereas a dog, I think it might be 12. I apologize for those dog lovers out there. Correct me if I'm wrong. But the point is, once you can control your breath, you can really influence how long you live. You can influence, you know, how much better you're able to think through situations. So how long you live is really a long-term goal, but how you're able to control your thoughts, um, your judgment, are things that really affect our day-to-day. So another example I use is, you know, have you ever been told, you know what, just take a deep breath. Kind of something that has, you know, I didn't really think about it as much before yoga training, but it's just like that is something that actually works. Um, You know, like taking a deep breath. And the reason for that is because it's so infrequent for us to take a deep breath because when you take a deep breath, you're literally refueling your entire body with, with an essential element. And we take for granted the importance of really fully filling up our lungs, really expanding our lungs, and even, you know, exercising that muscle. Um, So, and that's why, you know, think about how you yawn sometimes. Your body's just kind of like, okay, we need to take a deep breath now. (laughs) But um, I really wanted to make sure that I touched upon yoga. And also, if you visit and we have the Happy Knee Method and the Feed Your Knee Guide, and that really touches upon the foods that you, can, that you need to eat 
in order to be pain-free, in order to rebuild your knee and, you know, really take care of, take care of your knee. And so if you visit thehappyknee.com and you get either of the two guides, we have one out for food, like what you should eat, and we have one out for chronic knee pain. So check those out. And um, while supplies last, you will get a treat of a New York Yoga and Life magazine. And in there, the happy knee, myself, I'm in there sharing more tips on yoga. So definitely head over to thehappyknee.com, get your free guide, and if you want, you know, even more results, get your guide on food, get your guide on chronic knee pain, and you'll get a free yoga magazine, which is absolutely awesome. It's Russell Simmons is in it. There's some great tips. So I hope that you guys enjoyed. Thank you so much for joining me. And definitely visit thehappyme.com, and I'll talk to you next week. Have a good one.